Hi, friends. Welcome to the Fit Christian Woman podcast, where we make health and fitness fun, inspirational, and transformative from the inside out. I'm your host, Kelsey Bryant. I'm a wife, mom, daughter of the king, and a clinical exercise physiologist. I'm here to help you finally find a fitness plan that works for you and glorifies Jesus. So fill up your water jug, put on your yoga pants. It's time to get fit. Hey, welcome in. We are covering body, soul, and spirit. Last episode, I covered the body and I talked about how the flesh is really just kind of our dirt suit. It's our body. It's dying. We all know this, that someday our body here, as it is in the presence, will cease to exist. But it is in this body that gives us so much pull. There's so much temptation and it talks to us. And I cover how our body is sending signals to us time and time again. And we can really fall victim to letting our body lead. If we think of spiritual alignment, true alignment is where the spirit leads and then the soul and the body follow. And we want to be living under God's will for us, living under what he's called us to do. So he gets the lead and that's where spirit leads. And our body can try to take over. Many times we give into it. We find ways to kind of soothe in the physical for things that bother us in our emotional or our mental and even in the spiritual. We can be unhealthy in all three. And I just want to dive into these as topics so you can understand my methodology and how I approach getting you fully healthy. So we talked about body. If you didn't listen that in the last episode, please go back, catch that too. And today we are going to talk about soul. And I want to let this episode be encouragement for you to truly be who you are. You may find some healing needs to be done or that a flip has been kind of switched off or turned off because someone told you that you're being too much or this is how you should act and it didn't it never really felt right. There is so much to soul, but I just want to kind of give you a big picture of what it is and how I come alongside my clients to really help them tap in and make sure that is in alignment also under the spirit. So I didn't just make this up. Many times I'm sure you've heard before, and especially if you're getting healthy or been on a health journey, that you hear about mind and body training. Well Your mental is included in the soul, right? The soul is mind, will, emotions, talents, personalities, uniqueness, things that make you you. So I feel like your mind is included in the soul. And mental health is how people think and feel and how they behave. And when we only keep to just the mind category, I think that we miss out on really bringing our will under God and our talents and our personality and all of our uniqueness, all of our, what makes us, us, all the things that God created us to be, we don't then bring that under alignment. And I want to encourage you to do that, to bring that all under the spirit. Because if you're thinking, why do these things matter? Because true health, if you're not truly healthy on a soul level, then you're probably not fully expressing or walking in what God has created created you to do. It doesn't mean that your life is crappy and you just can't figure this out. That's not what I'm saying at all. But if there's still a pull or a longing for joy in any area of life, 
then there might be an area of your soul that needs to be recovered. And I say the word recovered instead of restored because I was reading recently in Luke 4.16, and it talks about recovery of sight for the blind. And in this passage, Jesus comes to the synagogue, and he reads like he did many times, and he reads from Isaiah 61, 1 and 2, which I always think is awesome because every time that he gets to read and he's like reading about himself, it's just extraordinary. I can't imagine sitting there and actually hearing the words of Jesus as he reads about himself. but. He's reading from Isaiah 61, 1 and 2. And what he says is, The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight to the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. So I thought it was interesting, because I oftentimes think of restored sight or that God has restored me. He's put me back up on my feet. He's restored health fully to certain people. We think of this restoration and to me like restoration is where like a craftsman gets to do all the work and God absolutely does that all the time. So when I explored recovery, that is an action or a process of regaining possession or control of something that was lost or stolen. And also, it returns it to a normal state of health. So this tells me that something was altered, and it wasn't how it was originally created. So when we think of the recovery of sight to the blind, in that context, right, they're talking about being able to have spiritual eyes and see God for what he does, the creator, holy, all the things that God is that we lose sight of. And I think that it's really important because the recovery of that sight, the recovery of our soul is an action process, right? Like we have to dig in and see how we're misaligned and work to bring it all under truth and to correct that all in God's favor and all under his alignment. So God restores us. I already mentioned that. And it's all in his power. But recovery, you play a part in that. I broke my leg when I was 14 or something. And then I had physical therapy and my recovery was long. My husband just had knee surgery. And his recovery will included him icing and walking and stretches and doing these things. In addiction, there's a recovery process, right? There is a recovery phase. And why would it be any different with recovering like who you are and your soul? It matters, this recovery word matters because like there's an action part that you have to take. If you're just sitting around waiting for God to restore you, you may receive that miracle. But if he's tapping at the door, if he's knocking at where you're still longing for joy and he's guiding you or pulling you or telling you, he's giving you those signs, and you're just waiting for it to be done, you're not walking in obedience. You're not following in his ways. You're not taking his signs. You're not submitting to spirit. You're out of alignment. And you can play a part in this recovery process in your obedience to Christ. If we think of our soul and that sometimes we're still in this recovery process, sometimes when it comes to recovery, you may need more surgery. 
or they might need to go in and dig up or clean out and rebandage everything with the truth, the way and the life, you know what I mean? Maybe the wounds have been healed and now it's time to start physical therapy because everything's really tight. What would this look like? How are you going to exercise your healing and taking your soul and recovering it, doing the work, letting the spirit lead you and guide you when you are through your recovery or even through a phase of recovery? What does that look like? I feel like it looks like showing up, getting into the community, into a community of believers. Even if you can't physically share your testimony yet, maybe you just still are not there, but being there and showing up, being ready to be utilized by Christ, being ready to share your story if prompted, really matters. I say recovery, recovery of the site, because oftentimes we get a little off track. There's life events that happen, trauma, things happen to us, the sin of others happen to us, things you choose for yourself, sin for yourself. It doesn't matter how you got off course. If we were created a certain way and something's veered us off course, right? Maybe you were created really artistic, but one time you drew a picture for your mom when you were young and she crumpled it up and threw it in the trash because she was having a bad day. And now you refuse to draw, but you still love it. Or there's still that part of you every time you see art or even a child's art, like your heart longs for it. That's where your life has kind of been altered or put off on trajectory. God created you with that longing for art. He created you with that talent to draw. And there's a reason there, right? But you've allowed outside circumstances to throw you off of your trajectory. That's where recovery needs to happen. You need to dig into that. You need to see why you stopped drawing. And if it was because of that trauma, healing those wounds and whatnot. So you were created for this trajectory. And God has a plan for your life, and you may be off track, but he will recover you and your action in there. The action in the recovery process is that you surrender, and you surrender to him. Recovery is an action. It's the action and process of regaining possession or control of something that's lost and stolen. The action is surrendering your will so he can use you. And oftentimes, right, The span of a Christian is when you submit your life to God, right? You accept his forgiveness for sin and you're quote unquote saved, right? And then what are you called next to? You're called next to water baptism. Jesus was baptized. And what water baptism does is when you are under, right? You are surrendering your will to God's will. You're saying that, I go down and I come up under his will, under your will. I'm showing you, God, that I surrender and that I want more of you. I want what you want for my life. I want obedience. I want to walk out. So if you've never been water baptized, let me encourage you to do so. Get plugged in with your church. Ask how they're doing that. And know that that is a surrender of your will. That proclaims to those around you that you are living in Christ's guidance. You are declaring that he is Lord of your life. And then that submersion and coming up shows that you have decided to lay down your will. 
this is urgent, okay? This can't be put off. Not only baptism, but healing your soul. The world is on fire, ladies. So please, please, please become this strong cistern of living water, right? Christ is our living water for those that need it and for all of those who need it. And bring your mind and your will and your talents and your true being under God to see how he can use you. Hey friends, if you haven't grabbed your health journey starter kit, head on over to my website. It's a free download at www.kelsey-bryant.com and get started thinking about health and doing it differently. It's all wrapped up in this great freebie that I've created, especially for you, especially to follow this new mindset, this great way of living, this alignment pattern of bringing God into your health and giving yourself grace and doing it differently. So head on over to my website and click on the big red button. It's the Health Journey Starter Kit and it's free.